Wow, this is incredible. We can hear all this because we're downloading a podcast you built. I had help. You know it, including help for this episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for, return to me, 2000. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome to episode number 180 of the Retro Rewind podcast. Where's the captain? Hey, captain! Oh, hey, Paul. Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I am your captain of the pod, as Paul said, and I am joined by your XO and mine, Paul, the master interrupter powers. Hi, Francesco. I thought for a moment you were lost in the time-space continuum again. <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm back. All right, better good. or worse. Uh, also for this discussion of the film Return to Me, we welcome back aboard our retired teacher and Trekkie, Communications Chief Deborah Powers. Hi, Francisco. Hi, Deb. So glad you're back. Thank you. It's great to be back. Totally. It's great to have you back. Uh, but now that you have a quick flyby, you, the listener, have a quick flyby of who we are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Return to Me? Sure. Return to Me was released on April 2nd of the year 2000, and it runs an hour and 55 minutes. Wow, just five minutes short of two hours. It's rated wow. PG and is directed by Bonnie Hunt. It also has lead actors being David Duchovny, Minnie Driver, and Carol O'Connor. The music was composed by Nicholas Pike. All right, you ready for the box office game? I'm ready. Okay, you sound thrilled. <laughs> Return to Me was made for $24, no, sorry, $24 million, wow. <laughs> and it earned $36 million at the box office. All right, so since 1978, there has been one movie with the, uh, the romantic lead having a body part of the previous uh, love interest. So, so I'm going to guess this is number one on that list then. Yes. All right. But let's broaden the category. Probably a All good right. idea. Yes. Since 1978, there have been a whopping 510 movies what? in the romantic comedy genre oh, released in theaters. My gosh. According to the money it made at the U.S. box office, how high do you think it ranks among the other 510 romantic comedy movies? Uh, Deb, what do you think? What's your guess? Oh, gee. Uh, this is kind of an obscure movie, yeah. so I would think it would be, I don't know, 450. 450, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to price this right you with $1. We'll go number one. And Dale says four hundred. So we got one four hundred from Dale and four fifty from Deb. What's the answer, Paul? All right, the answer is one hundred forty. Yes, oh, so I Francisco win. wins. <laughs> oh yeah! Thank you, Bob Barker. <laughs> I'm so happy it got so high. I'm yeah. you know, I'm surprised that it was that high. That's cool. Yeah. You want to know what number one is? Oh well, yes. a romantic comedy. Let me. I almost want to say Sleepless in Seattle, but I think that's a little too old for inflation to have hit. So, I don't know. Wait, wait, what is it, Paul? 
My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Of course, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, well learned. That makes that was, sense. That's a fun movie. I, I, I concede. Sleepless in Seattle was 17. Okay, way. all right. So, good. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind meld or our subsequent roundtable discussion, which we'll get to once Alice has located our target film. Alert, alert. Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. <laughs> You're just going to tell him. Oh, how, how do I tell him? You just, Bob, you know, I I had a heartwarming dream about you. Oh, who died? Bob, why? He's married? Joe, maybe you should put on a shirt or Grace will never be satisfied by another man. You like that one? That commercial definitely brings back some memories about Return to Me, but to give you some context for the things we collectively remembered uh, before our rewatch, uh, here is our memory mind meld synopsis for Return to Me. Fox Mulder's fiance dies and he writes off love. Andy McDowell's curly hair reminds Mulder of his fiance and he falls in love with her. He discovers the new girl had a heart transplant with his dead wife. Cue dramatic sound effect. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I shouldn't have read cue dramatic sound effect. Going on. Uh, freaked out, they break up, but true love gets them back together. Wow, that was, I mean, there was very little of that that was right. In fact, most of it was incepted. But based on those memories, as flawed as they were, what rating did they lead you to predict for this movie before rewatching it? A classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh, Deb, what did what was your prediction for Return to Me? My prediction was classic. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, Paul, what was your prediction? <clears throat> Why are you surprised at hers? She is the the patron oh, yeah. that got to pick this. And episode. I should have said yes. So Deb is one of our patrons. Thank you so much for being a reflux capacitor, Deb. And she uh, won our dice roll last time we did, and she got to pick personally pick this episode. If you would like to personally have a chance at personally picking an episode, uh, that's one of our levels at Patreon. You can go become a patron, and uh, you can have a chance. We usually do three or four personal picks where you can pick. You get to pick the movie. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as even if me and Paul hasn't haven't seen it. There's only a couple stipulations, but we'll work with you to come up with a good movie. Apparently, Princess Bride isn't good enough for, for this podcast, but uh, <laughs> oh, wow. when you put it that way. <laughs> it's because everybody knows it's a classic already. No, no, it's, it's totally tragic. Uh, but <laughs> classic from Deb, going back to predictions. Paul, what was your prediction? Uh, before I rewatched this movie, I predicted, uh, Mom, close your ears. <laughs> I predicted hear this later. Tragic. <laughs> tragic. Oh! Really? Oh, wow. Uh, for right me, to the heart. <laughs> for me, I didn't see this like as a kid or anything. I saw it in my sort of young adulthood. And I remember thinking it was fine. I obviously didn't remember much about it, but uh, I remember it was fine. So I, get, I predicted nostalgic. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, though, if those uh, predictions pan out. Uh, but you know what? I think it's time to talk about the things we liked about Return to Me. Uh, we'll start with the things we liked. So, Alice, let's spin up our 
And real quick, Adele predicted nostalgic. So that's interesting. Let's see what if he agrees with us after this conversation. Right down the middle. Right down the middle. Exactly. He's, he's on my side, on the right side of podcastery. <laughs> Let's start with you, Deb. What's one thing you liked about Return to Me after you rewatched it? I really loved Grace's grandpa and all his friends. Oh, I think yes. they added such great character to the to the movie. I think um, without them, the movie would have would have been pretty average and and forgettable. But the, I think they really add uh, a lot a lot to the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So about- Grace's grandpa, that was Carol O'Connor. That Carol was O'Connor. yeah. Which I didn't realize was Archie Bunker until I was looking at the IMDb. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, okay. well, his voice was different. He had a different accent. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, really? Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. That's probably why I didn't pick up on it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Paul, was you Brad Carroll O'Connor, was him or one of the other actors you like that you had? Definitely. And it's the four old guys throughout okay. the film. Also, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not just him, but all four. How their camaraderie. I said his friends, too. I yeah. his friends, too. Exactly. So yeah. it's their camaraderie throughout, not just like one scene here or there. Like, like if a movie were to have something like this, they'd only be featured in one or two scenes at the most. Mm-hmm. But I liked how they carried them through the whole, the whole movie. Yeah. We had... Let's see. Carol O'Connor was Marty O'Reilly, who owned the restaurant. Uh, Robert Logia, uh, or Logia was Angelo P- Para Del Depilio. Jeez, that's horrible. <laughs> yeah. But he he was the the chef. Uh, I recognized him the most of anyone, but I can't tell you where from. Oh. Uh, we also had I think Eddie Jones was yes. Emmett McFadden. That's and, who I recognize the most from Lois and Clark. He's okay, and he's Kent. the one who died recently, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, from the recording, he just passed away a few days ago. <clears throat> oh, okay. And then uh, I could be wrong, but I think William Bronder was Wally Jetskaz. Is that was that one of the other older guys? I believe wow. so. Okay, we'll go with that. Hopefully, <laughs> there's no picture, so I'm not sure. But yeah, <clears throat> so you guys really like the older the older crew. I enjoyed yeah. them. They didn't make my like list, but they weren't. They were certainly not a dislike for me. Uh, I was actually more compelled. I don't know if that's the right word, but more uh, taken with David Duchovny's range in this. From oh. like really happy to just totally like just like I'm. I was crying when he was crying, and usually oh. usually you hear. Uh, at least I hear in movie commentaries and from actors that talk about acting, you don't usually want to show tears because for whatever reason that keeps the audience from crying or that's, that's the per- perception perception. Uh, but I was crying with him. I was, I thought that was such a tragic moment for him when his uh, wife, Elizabeth died. <clears throat> so that, uh, so just David Duchovny's range and also his charisma throughout this, th- throughout this movie. I really enjoyed. Uh, let's go back to... So the actors were a big deal for us, at least mm-hmm. in our likes. So uh, far. Deb, what was something else you liked? Um, the other thing was I I loved um, Carol O'Connor's speech to uh, David David Duchovny when mm-hmm. uh, he was wrestling with the fact that Grace had his wife's heart. The, the whole thing about... Um, I love the way he brought God into everything, you know, mm, the, the whole, yeah. the whole um, he said, uh, perhaps God meant for 
for her heart to be with you always. And that, that always touched me that, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to make sense of something so bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. And um, what are the odds, you know? And, and I know it's, you know, I know it's a, it's a plot that somebody made up, but. What? Wait, this isn't a documentary? No way. (laughs) But it, um, I mean, things happen that you, I love many drivers comment when she says, God, what were you thinking? Right. So um, the fact that Carol O'Connor is making, uh, trying to make sense and the way uh, from his faith standpoint, and then he shares it with um, David Duchovny. I just love that. Mm-hmm. And there's also another line he says that's something like, um, something to the effect of uh, God, like, if when things are hard, that's the things that God gives. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, he says, it's the character that's the strongest that God gives the most challenges to. Now right, you can take right. that as a compliment. So I just... I, I don't know. I, I'd have to. I'm not sure how much of this is sort of um, just nice aphorisms as opposed to grounded biblical teaching. I, I would assume it's more of the former, but still, it's. I, it is cool to see God uh, brought into a movie as much. I was, I was taken aback by how much God was mentioned in a good way uh, yeah. throughout this movie. So that was that was really nice. And that's right. Goes in right on my second like. Oh, perfect. Is how much religious talk is included in this movie and it's amongst the small talk and it's integrated in the humor Mm -hmm. and um like the line says you're gonna spend extra time in purgatory (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes um because a lot of times when they include this much religious references it's usually about uh, a nutcase or you know some it's it's not portrayed in a necessarily positive light, Mm -hmm. but I like the subtleties uh, that it is sprinkled throughout. I think it handles the religious talk very well. Totally. And and again, guys, that wasn't something that made my like list, but like I just said, I I really appreciated hearing God so much. And yeah, it was just a, it it was refreshing because you don't, so many, there's so, so few movies where that's uh, uh, a part of it. That outside of actual like Christian movies, you know, uh, the thing, the other thing that I like though, before we get to our classic makers, is I, you know, I appreciate how they built up Grace's scar in, in such a way that wasn't a lot of times with romantic com- comedies, even even adult ones, not and but definitely teenage ones. There's whatever the the dramatic uh, conflict is between the two characters that keeps keeps them from being together right before they decide, oh, that doesn't matter. We'll get together anyway. Uh, Whatever that is, seems to be some like weird miscommunication or just something where if you would just talk, you'd get past it, you know? Um, And that there is some of that to, to Grace's um, issue with not telling Bob, David Duchovny's character about uh, the heart, but you know, I, I really liked how they seated before they met. How she's looking at, she's always worried about. She wants to cover it up all the time. That it, it is very much a, a a mental block for her to to keep it close to the chest. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I like that. It wasn't some just some lame reason to to put conflict in the movie. 
that it it seemed the way the the script was written, the way the story was told, it seemed like a legitimate uh, function of for conflict. So that was my last like. I I I agree that it was. I think it was something the average person could relate to. I mean, mm-hmm. nowadays uh, when they do surgery, it doesn't the 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 scarring and so forth is a lot smaller and lot, things are lots less invasive. But she had a mean looking scar there yeah. that would that would bother any woman if they had something like that. Totally. Though it was great fodder for uh, jokes at that, like uh, yeah. you had work done or stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought chicks dig scars. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not on themselves, Paul. Yes. Oh. <laughs> wow. They didn't. Me- they didn't clarify that in the movies that I watched. Oh my gosh. Was that replacements? I, pro- oh, probably. Stars, yeah, yeah. I, I think forever. there's lots of. Yeah, yes. that's why I said movies, but that's oh, okay, just one yeah. of them. Yeah, and Glory Last Forever. That's right. I forget. Oh, man, the replacements. <laughs> Let's talk about Keanu Reeves right now. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. We won't get sidetracked. It's time for our classic makers, the things we loved most about Return to Me. Uh, let's and uh, Dale is currently in chat. Dale, if you have a classic maker, we'll include that as well. I don't think you've mentioned it so far, but let's start with let's start with Paul this time. What's your classic maker for Return to Me? For me, I thought the humor throughout the film really helped move it move it along and carry mm. it through. I really appreciate it. It was something that I had forgotten about. Mm-hmm. So it's not one of these. Oh, this is let's put on a comedy and watch this. <laughs> but I think the humor is. Yeah, it was handled very well and peppered throughout for such a, it could be a heavy subject. Oh, yeah, so totally. So I appreciated the, the style of humor, and I and I thought it was funny at parts, so I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, they definitely handled the subject matter with with care and grace. Uh, 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 uh. uh, uh. Yeah, given, she passed given, away thirty years ago. Oh my gosh! <laughs> given, I, I mean, given the tragedy that you that happens at the beginning, it is, and the sort of the the situation that occurs out of that is really the like I said, the way they handle it is really nice, and it's not overly sentimental. I don't think, and it still has yeah humorous moments. So I, I'm right with you, right with you there, Paul. Though it's not. Uh, the thing that made my classic maker, which for me was actually Bonnie Hunt and Jim Belushi's marriage <laughs> and their family, <laughs> yeah. even though it was crazy. Oh my, I so related to them and their kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like, oh, I, I totally get you guys right now. <laughs> um, In fact, I was wondering if it could be a TV show, like with those. I think this well, the, their characters are strong enough for more. Oh, I yeah, I could totally see them being in a TV show themselves. But I know Jim Belushi went on to have a t- sort of a comedy. Yeah. He's life the dad. Jim. Yeah, life with Jim exactly. Um, so, I, but yeah, I would I would appreciate seeing these characters. I I thought they were very interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, and so before we get to Deb, uh, Dale's uh, classic maker is Carol O'Connor, Robert Legia, Eddie Jones, and the other guy, <laughs> Wally. Well, yeah, well, there you go, Wally. Their com- their camaraderie was their yeah. classic. Yeah, I totally. We we talked about that before, Dale. I can totally see that being a classic maker for someone. 
But now let's get to the person who picked this movie. What did you love most about Return to Me, Deb? Um, the humor. The humor. I, I agree with Paul. It, uh, just, uh, just so many situations, and that that it could have gone so many different ways. But mm-hmm. the <clears throat> like one thing I really appreciated was. Um, was when David Duchovny came in and, and they found out his wife was dead. Mm-hmm. And so then automatically he's part of their group because oh, he yeah. lost his wife. That was so sweet. And and it was, I mean, you can actually picture something like that, that happening. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, just the, I mean, it just seemed to, so many things seem to resonate, like I said before, when when Grace was saying, God, what were you thinking after she found out she was, um, she had uh, Bob's wife's heart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's. Grace has Bob's dead wife's heart. That yeah. is so hard to say. I was trying to say that oh, yeah. earlier. Man, good job, Bonnie Hunt. Not only yeah. directing yourself. Get that line out with the yeah. the commitment. Yeah, you that did. was that was, and with all the fervency of it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, there were definitely some uh, fervent things to like about this movie. Oh, and you know, what? I forgot something else I liked. Really, that's surprising. <laughs> as surprising as strangers and aliens, this is a conversational podcast and blog that explores the relationship between God and man through the lens of speculative and imaginative fiction and explores this same fiction through the lens of God's relationship with men. I joined Ben Avery, Dr. Jace O'Neill, and Steve McDonald, a trio of Christians who are both fans and creators of story in their conversation about the intersection of faith and imagination. Find them at strangersandaliens.com. Okay, I'll buy it. <clears throat> what does that have to do with Return to Me? Well, a couple things, I think. So we got uh, David Duchovny and Minnie Driver are strangers at first. Yeah, who could be stranger? <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you who could be stranger, the water lady. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. The who, Swiss. I mean, oh really, really. Apparently she, she hates Swiss. She could have been an alien. I mean, really, no. Yeah, that's true. But we got uh, Jace O'Neill and Stephen McDonald. Those sound Irishy. So isn't O'Reilly's an Irish yeah. place? Yes. So that and that was part go. of the humor too. Was an Irish Italian restaurant. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so okay, there is that. Is that going to free Paul? I guess. <laughs> fine. Okay. All right. Fine. You know what? I'll give you something a little bit more related to Return to Me. Would that okay. satisfy you? Yes. Please. Awesome. Okay. Well, how about some trivia then? Did you all realize that the video game that Megan and Joe Dayton's son, that's uh, Bonnie Hunt and Jim Belushi's character, okay, uh, thank you. Th- their son is playing right before Grace is introduced to the ex-priest, which <laughs> that was so silly. <laughs> that's another funny. <laughs> the, the video game he's playing is Crash Team Racing, a PlayStation game, which is kind of interesting that we're covering this now because there was an update to Crash team racing that just came out recently but, Whoa. But, but that's not what i'm going to ask you guys about i'm curious what was your favorite game growing up it could be a video game it could be a card game uh playing outside game whatever it is i'm just curious what did you really enjoy playing couldn't get enough of growing up uh let's start with our guest deb <laughs> 
I have a lot of years to think of things through. Well, when you're you, in your childhood, when, when, not like all yeah, throughout your life. Yeah, right, right. Did um, you have an extended childhood, Deb? Is that weird? <laughs> yes, it's still going on. <laughs> no, um, well, I grew up in the 50s and 60s, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the favorite things to do was my sister and I would play, imagine different scenarios. Mm -hmm. And one of our favorites was that we would play like we had stables of horses. Oh, And we would ride our horses all over creation. That's cute. My my horse's name was Lightning, and I forget what my sister's horse's name was. Probably McQueen. Or Nader. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like that. I was thinking thunder. Here comes thunder and lightning. Ah, 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 That's ah. possible. But no, we did, yeah, we did stuff like that. And shoots and ladders were pretty pretty popular during that time. Awesome. All right. Well, Paul, what game did you enjoy the most growing up? Probably Monopoly because really? I really liked the game, but I didn't really find a lot of people to play with it because there's a long, <laughs> you need a long time to play. Yes, you do. And you need people who are willing to play that mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. I'll play with you, Paul. But you, <laughs> and, that, and I was just about to say you need more than two people because two people, it, you can do it, but it's not as fun as like with a group of four or more. Yeah. So, the, And if the, you play with somebody you really, really care about, like my sister and I, we would, we would like, we would say, oh, you don't have to pay me now. You can pay me later when you have money. <laughs> <laughs> that, where's the fun in that? You need to be cutthroat. Come on. No, no. no that way you both win. Yeah, that's you right. You help each other across the finish line. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's right. Jeez. So that game never ends until oh, you both gosh. own the same amount of properties. Wow. <laughs> what is this, a commune? Uh, Dale says, uh, growing up, uh, Galaga was his favorite. That's and, a good one. And for me, uh, I you know what? It's it's weird, but I, I always enjoyed Foursquare. I could never get oh, enough of yeah. Foursquare in the play, like playing the, in the playground. Uh, that's my favorite. Uh, I can hear the ball bounce. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, so that I those can are feel the texture of the bumps on that ball. Sorry. <laughs> what color was the ball, Paul? Red. How did course. it smell? <laughs> Rubbery. <laughs> Why you keep wanting to tell me about Foursquare balls? Uh, <laughs> wow. <sighs> Tetherball, that was another good game. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tetherball. That was a fun trivia question, Francisco. Thank you. But but actually, I have one for our listeners. What? And everyone who can answer it correctly before we record the next episode. Ooh, go on. In one of our episodes, I went medieval with some fart sounds from my iPad. Oh, my gosh, yes. What movie slash game did we cover, and who did it gross out when I did this? Oh, okay. That's a fun question. Uh, so, you know what, listeners? How about you email trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com to give us your two-part guess. So, yeah, the what movies or game and who did it gross out. And we will reveal the answer in our next episode. Uh, but you know what, Paul? Uh, let's say we raise the stakes. Go on. So let's do a drawing for one winner from everyone with the correct answer 
for a one-month subscription to our Twitch channel, which allows, if you don't know, that essentially unlocks uh, custom emotes or emojis, that's another term for it, uh, that you can use in our channel or anywhere else on Twitch. And it also gives you access to the podcast bonus content we do, which is like pre-show outtakes and spiritual speculation. uh, For those times that release during the 30-day window, your subscription that you win will last. And we'll say you have to answer the you have to have sent your answers via email again trivia at retrorewindpodcast.com before we record the next episode. So I mean sounds great. <clears throat> and when are you recording your next episode? Uh, you'll just have to just get your answers in as soon as you listen to this. <laughs> if if okay. the next episode is in your podcast player, it's probably too late. <laughs> <laughs> but we we generally record a week before the next episode drops. Less than two weeks. Yes, less than two weeks. Uh, but now that you, now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome listeners, had about Return to Me. Kristen Rish Victor said, I love the grandpa and his buddies. Becca Williams says, I haven't seen this movie in years. I don't remember anything about it except that I liked it. Uh, can you take that again, Paul? You're talking very, like, over here from your microphone. Yeah, sorry. I need to get back to my toilet seat. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry. That sounds way worse out of context. <laughs> There's a long history behind that. Anyway, moving on. Take two. Becky Williams says, I haven't seen this movie in years. I don't remember anything about it, except that I liked it. Uh, Dallas Panda Marshall Morris says, what is to turn to me? Never seen return to me. Celeste Moore says, this movie is so sweet, yet so creepy. Uh, Christy Ruiz says, I always cried so hard when I watched this movie. I was also in love with David Duchovny, but now I have no idea why I was. (laughs) And the dapper man leads us out as he says, pass, in all caps. Harsh. Well, you know, let's, let's take a page out of the dapper man's book and talk about why we might pass on return to me uh the time has come for our was three let's start with paul this time what's the what's something you didn't like about return to me i was kind of <laughs> oh boy this must be bad <laughs> we're no. very good no i was kind of disappointed there was there uh Jillian Anderson did it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Seriously. Or there at least wasn't some like line, just a line that sort of like hinted like at, at X-Files somewhere along there. But that's just, I know if Jillian Anderson was in there, completely take you out of the moment. Yes, like I understand why they didn't. Actually, but, you know what? I think it would have been cute if Jillian Anderson played the Swiss water lady. Oh, it was no. just super annoying. <laughs> I think that would have been perfect. I, I think, don't think she could have done it as well as the real water lady. Maybe, maybe not. But it, it that that would be funny to watch in an alternate take. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but okay, that's I guess something <laughs> dislike Paul. You know what? I've had dislikes where it's not really about the movie; it's sort of about the meta of the movie. So yeah, I'll, I'll allow yeah. it. I'll allow yeah, it. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Deb, what's something you didn't like about this film? Well, um, I really love, uh, I, I really was 
liked uh, David Duchovny's wife. I mm -hmm. mean, she's uh, so passionate about uh, saving the gorilla, Sydney, mm -hmm. and Gold so on and gorilla. so forth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That was Elizabeth and, Rulin, played by Jolie Richardson. Yes. And um, so the, I don't like the car accident. Man, I, I mean, no, right? And and I don't like it so much that many times when I've rewatched it, I start after the, oh. <laughs> I skip the, I skip the car accident part and go, and I even skip, um, I even skip David Duchovny's grieving because it's so heart wrenching. He yeah. does such a great job. Oh, totally. And and I. I, I would have liked it if, you know, if she had gotten sick and he got used to the idea of her, her dying, but then you, she, she couldn't donate her organ because it would be not yeah. good. Yeah, so totally. I understand that this is, this is a good, um, I mean, it's good, it's good movie making, but yeah, yeah. it, but it really, that's, that's a negative that I wish I didn't have to see, but I, I did watch it all the way through. Thank for you. This. <laughs> Thank you for taking one for the team, Deb. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> that, that actually does make me curious. I, I, I assume you've seen the movie up the Pixar movie up. Yeah. Do, would you say this is more sad? The, that whole sequence with David Duchovny's wife, Elizabeth, or the opening like 10 minutes of up, which would you say is more tear jerking for you? I I think it's um I have to say this returned to me because mm -hmm. the grieving on the part of the husband and up he does it quietly. Yeah. You know, he's just sad and depressed and and uh I mean it's very very touching. But I think um David's de uh, performance you know, and the way they, ha I mean, even the dog yeah. that tears oh, your gosh, heart out, yes. it's like the dog is still waiting at the door yeah. after a year. You're just like, oh, kill me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. The correct answer was up. <laughs> <laughs> this is just opinion. You Paul know? feels about that. Uh, I do want to, I'll break. I'm not sure if I'm going to include this. Um, Dale from chat uh, asked an inter interesting question on this topic. He says, why did we not see any lead up or anything before her being rushed to the hospital? I imagine to just make it as since I imagine Bonnie Hunt didn't want us to see the actual accident, whether to maintain a PG rating or just that would have been too hard to see. That it was a weird transition. Yeah, but a it went. I, one, I think but... it. Yeah, I think going right from the dance to the hospital made it still have that jarring feeling of oh my gosh, what's this going is a, on? yeah, what's going on? This is a horrible thing that I'm seeing right now without actually having to see the accident itself. Or um, so I, I'd imagine that's why. But yeah, I would, I would like to think that an accident usually happens out of nowhere you're not expecting it so with this coming in like it it was kind of like out of nowhere because mm -hmm. you weren't expecting it so i think it's, it's yeah i think match. that was uh, yeah i think uh, i agree with with you paul that oh, it, yeah. It, yeah because i think it it gets a, you know an accident like you said it comes out of nowhere and it's so shocking and jarring and i think that was a good creative choice. Mm -hmm. 
totally. Uh, but that's uh, we're not talking about good creative choices. We're talking about bad creative choices right oh. now. Jeez, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and speaking of bad creative, this is leads right into my first dislike. I I was it really. I, I don't, I don't have words, guys. But the the zoom in helicopter shots from heaven. Oh, I, I mean, thought that was. Cool. I could see How doing it once. Focused. I could see yes. doing it once, but then yeah. they did it twice, and I maybe even a third time. I'm like, I wait, 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 wait. They wait, did what? it at the at beginning. the beginning at yeah. the opening credits, yeah. which mm-hmm. is great because it's not white text on black background. I should say it's good. It's not great. Okay. Okay. But I don't recall that happening again. So when yeah. are the other times that it happened? The other time that I recall is after uh, apparently Grace's surgery went well, and you you see it's a helicopter shot from heaven as you pa- go zoom into her painting in the garden. Oh, I don't remember that. Mm. Okay. I oh, do. I, I do. I do. I thought it was the camera went to the lights at the top of the hospital mm-hmm. ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then it merged with the sun shining down on Grace. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the so it. I don't. So I, I I didn't think of it as a heaven thing. Well, you see, I I feel like they're trying. If they are trying to create this connection of this some bit of the spirit that's linked to the heart of Elizabeth, the wife oh, who died, is now. A, Sort of settling on, upon Grace. Oh yeah, that I, was, I feel that, like, I never saw it like that. Well, I never saw it like that. And maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's what I get out of it. And I feel like that's too. You don't cheesy. need to do that. It's cheesy, <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't think you need to do that. So I. So that's the thing. I. That's one of the things I didn't like was those two helicopter shots. Possibly more. I don't know if I ever if. We say it's worth a rewatch. Maybe I'll rewatch it again. We'll see. But uh, let's go back to uh, Paul. What's something else you didn't like? Okay, you guys mentioned the priest before. Um, um, in passing. Yes, how he thought it was it was funny that he didn't want to give up wearing the collar. And I, I didn't th- say that was. Uh, I thought okay. that was interesting at most. I thought it was ridiculous so much that it <laughs> took me out of the movie. I get what they're trying to say and trying to like, oh, that's a funny, cute idea. But that's just so far removed from reality that I can't. It, and and the fact that they try to make it a running, like he appeared multiple times with yeah. it. I'm like, really? You still want me to buy this? <laughs> uh, no. If Look, if you drop the priesthood, I doubt you're going to have any trouble wearing a thing that makes you stand out. That's in front a good of everybody. point. That's a really good point, actually. So it's not, I haven't personally gone through it. I haven't talked to pers- anyone personally that went through it, but it's hard for me to imagine that. Did I'm curious, Paul. You bring that up. That there's another guy that w- they used in a similar dynamic. The guy with the plugs, where oh, she pulled yeah. his hair. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I, 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 that was comedic, that was but very painful. Yeah, and also yeah. not very aesthetically pleasing at all. <laughs> well, so, and that's what they were going for. Like, what, yeah, what a loser. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So yeah. I, I felt bad for him, but also yeah. especially since he seemed so confident about them. Yeah. But would you? Did that take you out in the same way the priest did, or did that seem more real to you? Is what I was gonna. Ask. You know, it's interesting. They, I can see how they're similar because they're both. Like, it's, I, I believe someone can be that eccentric. They're really rare. Mm-hmm. So it's a suspension of disbelief that I was 
kind of like, okay, I'll buy it for the joke. But the priest was too much of a suspension of disbelief for me. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Uh, I I just thought, um, as to the priest, uh, I agree with Paul, but I um, what I chalked it up to was this guy is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, well, I won't disagree with you. <laughs> was there anything so weird about this movie that made another one of your dislikes, Deb? Yes. Um, as much as I love the movie, when David Duchovny spotted Grace, the, the bicycle, spotted the bicycle. With the nun on around. it? Yes, yeah, with okay. the nun on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he knew it was his bicycle. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? That, that almost took me... It was very close it's, to taking me out of the movie. Because it's a specific vintage bicycle. But I've been in Italy, and, and that there those are vintage streets, bicycles. Yes, are filled with bicycles. Those, yeah. those streets are very, very confusing. So for him to just be able to see it, you know, oh. I the the next thing I was thinking of was, oh, he's going to be running. He's going to be checking the hotels and walking around trying to find her. Sure. And then to look up and just see the bicycle, I was like, ah. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt's like, this movie's going on too long. We got to get, just get to it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. We, we spent too much time with our helicopter shots, which I just love, apparently. So we got to just get to the, <laughs> finding the bike <laughs> and finding the bike. Okay. I, I totally, I, I'm with you. I, I did feel like that was a bit too Deus Ex Machina, but I, I but it, you know, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's sort of cheesy romantic in a way. Uh, another thing, though, that I didn't like also happened to be in Italy. And I thought that it was really weird. So the, she, the, he comes back with a nun riding the bike, and they, they, you know, they, they see each other, and they reconnect. And he says, I, I, lo- I think he says, I love you, Grace. And like, I think that might be the first time he says, I love you. Yeah. I don't remember it in LA. Anyway, and then it's so I thought it was really weird that he leans down to listen to her heartbeat. It's oh, like yeah. I Oh yeah. Like, I thought that was very sweet. No, it's like, oh, I'm glad I'm back with my actual wife now. <laughs> That's no. how I read it. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Because I, I could and maybe, and maybe it's because I could relate. That would be something I would do. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, I would, I would want, I would want to to give him. So I would want to give him some connection that I understood and mm-hmm. I felt for him. So, because I could see myself doing it. Mm-hmm. It didn't. I I thought it was very sweet. Okay. But if if you think that's something you could, <laughs> I can't imagine. Then, uh, uh, yeah, maybe you wouldn't like it. Yeah, I I mean I'd just rather them kiss and hug, and I think that would have been a lot more appropriate. Or maybe like uh, if she took his hand and put it on her heart or something. I think I would have been like, oh, that's that cool. would have been. That, yeah. I think that would might have been better. Because then yeah. it's saying, you know what, I th- yeah, your wife is a part of me, but I am I am. 
I'm owning that and I want you close. As opposed and, to, right. like, I really want to be next to my actual wife. Thank you. No, that's not <laughs> it at all. <laughs> I'm but glad you she... brought back the heart of my wife. No, yes. that's <laughs> I know, yeah. right? That's what I'm Let's, saying, Dem. Let's go get the rest of her and bring her back. <laughs> oh, no, it's Frankenstein. No, that's not. That's not how I took it at all. Right. All right, no, return to me. <laughs> oh, <God>. And credits. <laughs> all those oh, who love zombies, they'll like that. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Well, uh, as tragic as that was for me, it was not my tragic maker. Uh, and we won't. We'll. I'll table mine here for a second. Uh, first, I'm curious, Deb. What was the thing you disliked most about Return to Me? I mean, I think you really love this movie, so I'm. I'm really curious what you liked least about it. The swearing, the language. There were, uh, yeah, it, yeah. There, uh, you know, and especially when the wait. kids are saying all those bad words. Oh yeah, but, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, it's supposed to be funny, but um, you know what? You I, know, I. It just, it just treats language like it's, it has no power whatsoever. It's just means it's meaningless. It's meaningless. So it, I, I, I no, it's hate not meaningless. That. It's good for a uh, uh, cheap joke. Very I found it, it. It definitely was a cheap. Cheap. cheap it definitely cheap. was a cheap joke. I did find it funny though. Whenever they would repeat uh, their parents, because I think kids would do that. And oh so, yeah, yeah. So I think that's a almost a warning to parents. Hey, watch, watch your mouths. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I, but that's that's especially if they use the name of Jesus uh, in vain, mm-hmm. then that really bothers me. That totally fair, totally fair. Well, they had to offset all the good times they said God, <laughs> Deb. They got to balance it out for some. Oh, reason. I don't think that's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, that that makes sense though. Uh, for me, my tragic maker was, and this is going to sound weird. Because you heard me talk about this before in the like section, but I, as much as I thought it w- made sense and wasn't sort of a dumb reason to add conflict, the use of Grace's uh, scar as the source of drama between Bob and Grace, just, I wish it, I, I felt like it's just not, it's almost like the writers didn't take enough time to really think of a better option in my opinion i felt like that was just too contrived that that was the reason i it it played okay but i I, here's what i would have preferred um i would have preferred if it was more that okay they're they're getting together bob knows that he has the wife maybe that caused a little bit of tension but you know they they they're able to resolve that and then the the actual conflict is that grace Grace starts rejecting the heart, and that's uh, there's something going wrong. I don't know what it is, but and I don't know how to resolve that. I mean, there's you could resolve it in too creepy for me. (laughs) No, actually, but that happens. There's organ. I was sometimes people reject their organ transplant. Not sometimes, a hundred percent of the time. Really, it's a hundred percent of the time. They have to take every. I've read this. Oh, okay. I've in zombie several magazine. different sources. Yeah, that every donor mm-hmm. um, has to 
if it's a major organ, I don't know about kidneys, but hearts and things like that, mm-hmm. they have they have to constantly take pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to well, keep uh, because that's an outside object that the mm-hmm. body recognizes and tries to fight and kill it off. Mm-hmm. So they have to constantly take pills who to um, keep so, their body from rejecting it. Yeah, right. And she has and a doctor's so, visit in the in the film that where the yeah, doctors yeah yeah no talking so to that. that actually happens the body does reject so that what you're asking for does happen yeah so and I think that would cause them maybe to come together even even stronger and become a, a stronger pair again I don't know how I'll you resolve you that without her dying too that would just make this all sorts of sad even way sadder but I think that would have been a bit more of a a believable, true-to-life conflict that they would have. And then he marries resolve. the gorilla. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that's what his real love was. <laughs> well, don't you think that the, the scar was really Grace's issue? Yeah. That's, so, so she was struggling with that. But, but once, once she got, she was going to get past that. She was going to mm-hmm. tell him. Mm-hmm. And then the conflict became... She had his wife's heart. That mm-hmm. was the conflict. But right if there. if they would have, if she would have said it bef- even earlier in the film, and then found out that it was his wife's heart, I think it would have been less of a stumbling block because it wouldn't have been like, I I have a heart transplant, and it's also your wife's heart. It'd be like, you know what? Well, I just found out that the heart transplant you knew about because we talked about it before is your wife's heart. That's crazy, right? And David Duchovny would be like, it's like something out of the X Files. <laughs> the truth is out there. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> but uh so I mean that is like I said, that is it wasn't a bad way to go. There have been way worse in romantic comedies, but yeah. I I would have just preferred some a bit more a bit more grounded, I guess. Uh but we should that, have fought more over the Swiss water. <sighs> yes, that's it, Paul. No. That leaves that leaves you though, Paul. Was the was the Swiss water your tragic maker? No. Mine was was already stolen by my mom. Oh, really? (laughs) Anything to add? So kids cussing, like Goonies or whatever. Anytime kids are cussing, it just takes me out. Was that your tragic maker in Goonies? I don't remember. I don't think Uh, it was. I think you should re-listen and find out. Yeah, episode 170, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 170. All right. Well, now that we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Oh. Let me say, uh, Dale gave us his tragic maker. So hold on, Alice. Wait, wait, wait to enter those numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting. Uh, He says, the world according to Jim, created by Bonnie... Created by Bonnie Hunt? I get the friendship between Bonnie and Minnie Driver, but not the Jim and Bonnie show. Oh, you just mean their marriage? Yeah, that was his tragic maker. Uh, The thing that you really like. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's made sense to me, but okay. That's, They're that's like hard. oil and water. Well, not complete, you know, opposites, but you know, they 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 yeah. have a lot in common, yeah. and they have a lot not in common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they probably just attract because of their opposites, and yeah. I, I appreciate that. I think they said they 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 met really young. Mm-hmm. And either they got married really young or got pregnant really yeah, young. I'm, I appreciate both. that they're still together. As, as yes. that that they work Good Catholics through it. that they are. <laughs> oh gosh, that's one way well, to take and, a fall. And and even though they know that each other isn't perfect, they still love one another. Exactly. That was, that exactly. was nice. Exactly. So uh, now that we've entered really 
all the targeting information into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Yes. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Time for the moment of truth. Do we rate Return to Me, a classic? We'd recommend anyone go and see this movie, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, if you enjoyed it growing up or as a kid or a young adult, it's it's definitely worth your time to rewatch today. But maybe not necessarily uh, worth your time to watch it for the first time. Or a tragic, we'd recommend no one watch this, not for the first time and not a rewatch, because if you have any good memories... A rewatch will just sully them. So let's start with our guest, Deb. What is your final rating for Return to Me? Return to Me. Not surprising. Classic. What? <laughs> I'm so shocked. I'm going to need a heart transplant after the shock of that. <laughs> oh, good golly. Uh, classic. All right. Uh, well, like and and what I was surprised at because I've I've seen it many times before. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't seen it in a long time, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was surprised at how much I liked it again. Oh, I said, cool. oh, I got to, I like, oh, I love this movie even more than I thought. <laughs> and just like the kids cussing even more than I thought. <laughs> well, actually, it's not only the kids, it's anybody who cusses. Oh, I, 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 I just, you know, and, and they just kept, and it, and it's, if it's if it slipped in there once, you know, so often I'm like, okay, I don't like it. But then when the kids got in there, it was like a whole constant, you know, one right after the other. I'm like, ah. so. Um, but I, I want to make a uh, a caveat. Yeah. Real quick. Okay. Um, you really think this is a tragic I, I wouldn't, movie? I gotcha. That's fine. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. As I would recommend it to just. Oh, you have got to see this movie. I would be a little. Um, I. 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 Would you? I consider s- the person who I was talking to well, because. Okay. Uh, is there anyone that you wouldn't recommend it to? Maybe, maybe. Would you say if you if you enjoy romantic comedies for the most part, this would be something to to also see if you haven't seen. But if you don't like romantic comedies, then definitely don't check this one out. Something like well, that. Well, and if I have if I have Christian friends that are especially sensitive to swearing, mm-hmm. that too, I would I would let them know what's in there so they can make a decision okay. themselves. That's fair. Or even Muslim friends. <laughs> Anybody that's not happy about swearing. <laughs> okay. I swear to you that I will tell you that there is swearing in this movie. Yeah, that's right. Swear to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul, what is your final reign for Return to Me? I predicted this movie would be tragic. Mm-hmm. And, oh. It and, is. But I was uh, pleasantly surprised how much that I enjoyed it. I didn't oh, really? remember the humor in it. Oh, in, cool. In fact, I just I, remembered the bloody heart. Yes. No, but I, if if you like Hallmark movies, I, this is like <laughs> one of the best Hallmark movies out there. Um, but nice. I would actually rate it nostalgic. Uh, if you liked it before, you'll like it again. But I wouldn't. If you've never seen it before, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I, I I think there's better ones out there. But okay, well I'm curious. Okay, that makes me curious. What would you say is a better romantic comedy? What's like what romantic comedy Princess would you put Bride. above this? That's not a romantic comedy. What well, it has did romance, you say? It has comedy. What Princess Bride. I'm curious for Paul. <laughs> what would be a, a a romantic comedy he would put above this? Since he rated uh, nostalgic, what yeah. would be a classic romantic comedy for you, Paul? For me, I enjoy while you were sleeping. Ah, yes. Which is interesting that it has the same sort of older generation dynamic that this movie mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I was also thinking of movies I liked better than this that were romantic comedies. And while you were, you were sleeping, came to me too because, like you, I read this as nostalgic as well. It, it was it was fun to watch. I, I could see people wanting to rewatch it, uh, especially if you liked it before. But it wasn't it wasn't something that I'm like just gung-ho to watch again i'd much rather watch while you were sleeping or sleepless in seattle those would be way higher on my list of romantic comedies to to watch again well according to the box office there's over 100 movies more. <laughs> be nice <laughs> i am that, that, according to the box office there's over 400 that are worse than this that's true good point good point Oh, 51st Dates. Yes, that's another great one. Uh, Daryl is here in the oh, chat. That's a really good one. Wedding, wedding Singer. Singer. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like The Wedding Date as well. The Wedding Date. I don't think I know that one. Does that have Am Sandler and, and um, no, Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. <laughs> no. Oh, I forget the actors now. Well, that's anyway. a great uh, let's see. And Dale says, but despite my likes and dislikes, it's not the best movie, but far from the worst. Yes. That's a great way to put it. And so what is what is his rating? Uh, what would he rate? I don't think Dale or um, Hafner, Daryl Hafner said what their rating was. Uh, Dave with Kevin Klein? Oh, I've never seen Dave, actually. Oh. I have seen French Kiss, though, with Kevin Klein and Meg Ryan. And I, do I watched than- French Kiss recently. Oh, yeah? It did not hold oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, you know what's a better movie than French Kiss? While you were sleeping? Francisco? <laughs> uh, no, I'd recommend you rewatch Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you mean watch Dave, because I haven't no, seen it. No, because you've seen it. I haven't so seen Dave. That's why I'm saying oh, I have not then seen Then I Dave. recommend... Uh, yeah, I'm listening. It's okay. In fact... <laughs> The wedding date it stars Deborah Messing and uh, what's his name? Is Deborah Messing Will and Grace from Will and Grace? Okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's and and I can't pronounce the guy's name. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm having a hard McDermott. time. McDermott. It's yeah. McDermott. Dylan McDermott. No, it's McDermott Mulroney. That's not a name. Mulroney. Okay. Let's we got let's let's get and and this. So according to the Retro Rewind podcast, whether it's it's we we got some input from the audience here watching live, but just according to the hosts, which that's how we go by these reigns, according to us, uh, according to the Retro Rewind podcast crew, we rate Return to Me, a disputed nostalgic movie. If you liked it in your past, probably worth seeing again. If you if you have never seen it before, probably not worth your time. Go watch one of the other ones we recommended. <laughs> now let's get back to our own time. Good old 20XX. 20XX. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Got it before Alice got it. Yeah. 
feels good to be back, but we wouldn't have been able to travel back to the year 2000 to begin with if it weren't for our, our amazing reflux capacitors, namely Jared Holzhauer, Deborah Powers, Brian Keane, Patrick Hicks. Uh, wait, Deborah Powers? Wait, you're here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Patrick Hicks, LJ Lowry, Chris Cowan, The Feeling Film Podcast, Chris Owens, Geek Devotions, The Untold Podcast, Mrs. Lomax, James Kennison, Daryl Hafner, Kevin Joshua Burnham, Drew of the Cellcast, and newest patron, Ashley Cronenbitter. Uh, in addition to four other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so, so, so much. Uh, thank you, Ashley, for being our newest patron as well and for keeping the gigawatts coming. And if you want to help keep us flying for as little as $1 a month and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to see how. And while we're thanking our supporters, we also want to give a big heartwarming heart, heart uh, uh, uh. warming hug to our subscribers on Twitch. Was it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had to Twitch myself. <laughs> On Twitch, which is another way to send us a couple bucks a month. If you have Amazon Prime, you could subscribe for free. You can kick us a couple bucks without you having to come out of your wallet. Just find out at retrorewindpodcast.com slash Twitch Prime. But hey, let's keep this gratitude train going now because we love hearing Choo-choo. from you. Be it our iTunes reviews, comments on our website, com- uh, reviews on Podchaser. Again, remember, if, you, if we ever do another sort of uh, expanded drawing again, uh, for reviews, it's going to be Podchaser reviews. So it will. Everyone who's ever and who's ever left entered a review, review. on left us a review, rating and review on Podchaser, you'll be in that drawing. And any future drawings like that, we do for Paul's DVDs or who's the what's it <laughs> or what have you. My vast DVD collection. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you'll you'll get them all one at a time over a hundred years. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Or through our contact form. Uh, and here's what some of you actually had to say. From Twitter, Ashley at APK1186 says, I just happily stumbled upon your podcast. Watch out. Whoa. We're there. No. <laughs> no, she didn't say watch out. Sorry. She said, I, hap- I just happily stumbled upon your podcast and started with some of the earliest episodes. I feel like I'm reliving a part of my childhood and loving every moment. Aww. S- going to add y'all to my podcast rotation and recommend everyone. Thank you. And thank you, Ashley. Thank you so, so much. It's always and, awesome getting feedback like that. Yeah. And thanks to everyone for reaching out to us. Indeed. RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 180 is the place to find timestamps for this episode, links to contact us, and links for voting on the movies you want us to review. But that's not the only place you can reach us. Paul, where else can people find the show? And also yourself. You know, feel free to talk to us and share anything you like or find funny that is 15 years or older on our social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can join Discord server by going over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Discord. Also, as I've mentioned, we are on Twitch. You can watch and chat with us live as we record the podcast, play retro when video games. When we can. Games. Sometimes we can't be over on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it twitches out on us. Exactly. But, you know, check us there. We have uh, live videos sometimes. You can always check out our older videos there. You can follow us at twitch.tv slash RetroRewindPod. In addition, you can go to our subreddit, which is on reddit.com. Oh my gosh. If you haven't had an account there, uh, sign up. Be careful. 
Go to, <laughs> Just go to our r. subreddit, which is slash r slash Retro Rewind Pod, to nominate and vote on our upcoming movies. Probably the number one question we get from time to time through the years is how do we like they want people want to nominate what movies we cover. This is how you can do it. Yeah, on and, Reddit. And I will take a, a little uh, a little moment to say we are going to be closing the movies we're going to cover for Cyfrights, which we're going to cover three movies over the months of September and October uh, in the genre of sci-fi, fantasy, and we're calling it scary movies. We're not doing overly horror movies for the most part, likely. But uh, scary movies, probably be okay. Uh, think Ghostbusters. Think Ghostbusters, yeah. Uh, Woohoo! Sci-fi! Yeah. yeah and if weird. we're going to be closing voting on... Uh, I believe it is August 15th. That's when we're going to close 2019. it. 2019. 2019. Thank you, Paul. And if if nothing changes, these are going to be the three movies we cover in September and October. Alien. Okay. R- Ridley one. Scott's Alien. James Cameron's Aliens. Whoa. And I forget who directed it. Men in Black. So more oh, Aliens. Really? <laughs> yes. They're interesting. Yeah, and that's the the Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones one, not the the okay. newest one, of course. Not the Thor one. Not the Thor one, exactly. The Thor, the the Thor wannabe one. Yes, exactly. So we're looking forward to those. Oh, Daryl says he was just thinking of nominating Men in Black. Oh, well, so it's already there. So you, you excellent. Okay, so yeah, you have until August fifteenth uh, to vote on that subreddit, and by that time. You will likely see another voting, uh, another voting, what do you call it, uh, post for mm-hmm. some more movies because we're probably going to transition to having all our voting Holiday. over on subreddit posts. So, and and if you if you're like, man, guys, I really wanted Escape from New York to be the ones you cover. Well, no worries; these will these posts will stay up, and if. You vote those up for next year during Cyfrights, then we'll cover whatever movies are at the top by next year then. So don't worry. These aren't like going away and we're going to have to redo all this again. These will perpetually be the nominations, the ones that me and Paul don't take out. Um, and yeah, just vote up and down as you can. And is there a link on RetroRewindPodcast.com if to you, the subreddit? Yes. If you go to our vote page, so RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote, there's a box there that goes right to the post for voting. So you don't have to go to the subreddit and then look for it. It just goes right to yeah, the post. That's so, helpful. And I'll just be having all our voting posts in that on that page. Cool. Cool. So cool. But... but- I want to talk more about me. So if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com. Thank you, Paul. And thank you for being an awesome friend. You, you don't, I don't know if our hearts would be compatible, but if, if, you, if I die and you need a heart transplant, I hope I, you, know, you could try to see if mine would work. And okay. I expect the same from you as well. Sure, why not? <laughs> Sounds good. I don't You're right here. It's a biting contract. <laughs> But just don't be creeped out if people come up to you and try to listen to my heart <laughs> from your chest. That's point. Oh my! <laughs> and that would probably be me. <laughs> I won't be creeped out by it. That's fine. Oh, uh, but no. In all honesty, I love getting to do this show with you, Paul. And thank you so much for being my exo, my co-host. And it's yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah, thank you. Of course. And I'm also grateful to our guests. For taking time to discuss return with me, mom, please return to me. Yeah, that too. 
Did I watch the wrong movie? <laughs> anyway, please t- tell us how uh, people can find you online. They can find me through the podcast. There we go. Okay. Yeah, just... Rewindpodcast.com. Slash host slash Deborah hyphen powers. Thank you so much, Deb, for being a part of the show. It's so fun getting to have you back again. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, and But mostly, as much as I appreciate Paul and Deb, I mostly appreciate you. Yes, you listening right this second. Whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're a part of our Rewinder community, thanks for spending time with us, and we really pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been and continue to be Francisco Ruiz. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at FXRUIZX, and you can hire me to do pixel art illustrations for you via Fiverr at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Finally, we are proud to be part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. And you can catch us at CGC or our website. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for Mega Man 3 in our next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Is the episode ending now? Yes. Is that a question? No, it's a yes, yes. When? Right now? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> My, you're a very difficult captain. <laughs> is that from something? It's from the movie. It is?